Hello, good morning. Welcome to the eighth episode of Changing Room Thoughts. I'm Karina. If you're new here, my content is all about fashion, fashion commentary, fashion sustainability. Basically, if you've ever had a critical thought about fashion, this podcast is for you. And if you're returning, welcome back. If you're watching this video and you can see my outfit, I always do a little outfit check. I got this knit from Manhattan Vintage. I think it's a Hong Kong knees brand. But anyways, I love a interesting asymmetrical knit and this necklace is from a vintage reseller on the streets of Williamsburg. This was close to um, Beacon's Closet is where I got this. So yeah, that's my outfit. On to today's topic. Today we are covering a spicy topic and that is Matilda Durf, what I like to call Durfgate. Durfgate covers the recent phenomenon which is the internet-wide cancellation of the once-beloved Matilda Durf. Now, if you're unfamiliar, Matilda Durf is basically this Scandinavian it girl that created her fashion brand called Durf Avenue, a really famous and popular travel Instagram influencer, fashion influencer. She became really well known for her effortless cool girl Scandinavian style. She's got iconic fluffy blonde hair. As per their website, Durf Avenue is a Swedish non-seasonal ready-to-wear brand. It's created for you by us. And by us, they mean heavily inspired by Matilda Durf's vintage designer style. Matilda Durf has kind of like a cult following. Her brand is pretty much all about like classic basics, things that you can wear and rewear in multiple different ways, etc. Now, the controversy is her recent takedown of influencers who have been inspired by her style. The It Girl has deactivated her TikTok amid accusations that the team behind her fashion label is targeting small creators. Matilda Durf has over 3 million followers on Instagram and about 4 million on TikTok. Durf Avenue is basically this influencer using her social media popularity to monetize and merchandise. This is something a lot of influencers do to capitalize and monetize on their on their influence, which is honestly a smart thing to do. Fans are alleging Durf Avenue has turned on its so-called community, reporting TikTok content creators who have shared dupes of its products for copyright infringement to have their videos taken down. Now, I feel like I'm about to say something real controversial. I've seen a lot of TikTok videos hating on Matilda Jerf dupes, typically shared by influencers as a means for their followers to access products that are borderline the same, but usually sell at a more affordable price, aren't a new thing, especially not on TikTok. Jerf herself in her formative years on the internet often promoted many items that imitated more expensive brands. So I feel like the biggest reason why a lot of these videos have come to criticize her is because they find her narcissistic and overly confident egotistical that she has created a brand that is really innovative and interesting and worth pursuing claims over when in reality she's selling basics she's selling a basic t-shirt a basic trench coat a clothing with prints of fruit on it which is apparently under under intellectual property rights i feel like it's really easy to hate her while i feel like all of this criticism is valid it really isn't anything groundbreaking that she's bringing with her brand while she went about it in an awful way in the absolute worst way possible in principle 
comfortable. I do feel like we're kind of missing the overall point. It's always easy to hate on an influencer. They are so easily hateable. But I think we're kind of forgetting that at the end of the day, supporting a small business as it tries to protect its intellectual property is ultimate something that we do want to do. As uncomfortable as that is, but it's true. Yes, it is really difficult to protect fashion intellectual property because nothing is truly original anymore. You're constantly referencing and being inspired by designers and designs of the past. If you were a business owner, you would also feel some type of way about other people making dupes of your brand. And I feel like what really disappoints me is that in the whole fashion intellectual property discourse, all of the progress we're making in intellectual property happens in a direction we don't like. For example, Matilda Durf, an influencer who had a come up sharing dupes going over other influencers sharing dupes of her own brand. We hate to see it. Another one, Hermes and Metaburkit. Last year, Hermes sued a an independent artist named Mason Rothschild who created a series on on what are called meta Birkins aka generated variations of Birkin bags and while we hate to see it we hate to see a major European fashion house that caters to the 1% of people suing a small creator for their reinterpretation of the Birkin ultimately that was a landmark case that favored and pushed forward intellectual property protection in fashion which is ultimately something we want. Let's not forget that. Why should we feel positively about protecting intellectual property in fashion? Something I think about all the time is that intellectual property is a big reason why fast fashion is as much of a problem as it is. If we were looking at Blogilates Cassie Ho, she called out Shein for stealing her designs, literally stealing her marketing tactics, even hiring a Hmong model, the same ethnicity as her, to literally steal her brand identity. If she were to take Shein to court, we would support her. At the end of the day, this is the way Matilda makes a living. I do not doubt that she has poured a lot of effort into building her brand. Now, whether or not what she makes is truly original is something else to be said. And I think she's being criticized for taking issue with the fact that other people, sorry, my cat is behind me, that other people dare to be influenced by her but all of this influencing work and all of this all of this effort that she makes to build her brand i don't blame her for feeling some type of way about it i think i also have a little bit of empathy for her because i also used to own a small business selling like hats on tiktok and i got really pissed when i saw other people copying that that idea i think the obvious thing that matilda missed is that she should not have gone after individual creators who just want to look like her who just want to have a lifestyle like hers she should have went for the manufacturer that copied her designs ultimately these individual people are not the ones responsible for stealing your designs they cannot be blamed for finding the designs that you are trying to sell them at a better price point that is just the invisible hand of the market working one creator got a trademark warning even though in her video she wasn't promoting the dupe but saying how the dupe was not as high quality as the ones from Durf Avenue. So there also seems to be some kind of disconnect between Matilda Durf's intention and the actual actual execution and I think that 
maybe like ultimately she is responsible for that but I can understand it like you left it to a third party you left it to a contractor and they fucked up the same thing happened to my fam when she came out with her brand Alchemy she had contracted a designer who she found out later stole a design from another artist she's not the one actually doing it herself so I understand Matilda Durf isn't on her phone looking at every single influencer being like she stole she's promoting a dupe she's promoting my dupe let's just not forget a business owner is trying to protect what she has worked really really hard to build whether or not that merits actual trademark because of its originality is up for debate but the act of her protecting herself is not wrong and i don't think she can really be blamed for that and let's remember setting a precedent where we allow small business owners and individual creators to protect the original designs that they have created is a move we do want to make we do want to protect them from shein from amazon dupes if it weren't matilda durf if it weren't somebody else we would be totally on board People love to hate on influencers. They think influencers are vain, vapid, and I get it. Like you make a living off of the way you look and the way you present yourself online. But I also think that we are now inevitably in a day and age where everyone knows an influencer. Everyone knows someone who is trying to start a business off of their social media nowadays. And here's the other controversial thing I have to say. I know that there is this whole conversation around, oh, it's so hard to prove originality anymore because everything is inspired by everything else but we are now in an information age where everything has a digital paper trail if you will instead of saying that Matilda Durf is wrong for trying to protect something she's worked hard to build I think what we should be focused on is how can we standardize and codify intellectual property when it comes to fashion utilizing technology in a way that enables small business owners to either accept the fact that their designs are not original or verifiably prove that what they have contributed really is of merit and of value and deserves to be protected because otherwise like what is the other alternative everything is just a free-for-all and Shein and fast fashion can keep stealing off of small creators I don't think we really want that either I think Matilda Jerf is just a symptom of a larger problem and she is kind of becoming the scapegoat for this larger issue of intellectual property rights and fashion that we're dealing with at the moment ultimately if she has a trademark on the prints on her pajamas even if we think that it's boring and basic and it's been seen before and if she has a trademark on the way that she markets her products legally she's not in the wrong i think this is a fine balance though right because if intellectual property is so rigid that people cannot reference each other and take inspiration from each other then an aspect of creativity really dies and i feel like this is especially pertinent in streetwear for example dapper dan relied heavily on the use of luxury logos and symbols to make a point with his designs but Dapper Dan's designs are done in a way where he's adding additional commentary upon what those logos signify in different socioeconomic contexts so where do you draw the line I don't think that means let's not draw a line I think that means we should think really hard about where where the line should be all right that's it i think today's episode is going to be pretty brief i'll keep my ting brief i don't have much more to say on the topic at the moment let me know what you guys think about the matilda jerf case i'll put up a poll on spotify do you think that she's right or in the wrong for this one all right talk to you later guys see you next monday bye